So here we are. We are live-ish. We're recording. Uh, we're at Nighthawk on the northwest side over by Kimball and Lawrence. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here tonight. Thank you for coming. So this podcast is Car Con Carne, where every week I go to a different restaurant and interview guests in my car. Not this week. This week we are inside Nighthawk, which really there is no better place to be. Even my car, not as good as where we are right now. I'm sitting here with two members of Led Zeppelin Two. Bruce and Paul. Hi. Page and Plant, really. Uh, and before we get started, before we talk about your band, your history, before we hear you play Inside Nighthawk, before we eat hot dogs from Hot Dog Station next door, I should mention this podcast is lovingly brought to you by Boost Mobile. Our friends at Boost Mobile, you see the car outside. It's got Boost Mobile all over it. Uh, my, my phone, my family's phone, every phone in our house runs on the Boost Mobile network. It is fantastic. Boostmobile.com. It's Carcon Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Carcon Carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van I guess let's start from the beginning. You have become one of the, if not the, premier Led Zeppelin tribute band. Over the past several years. I know you can't say, yeah, that's us, <laughs> but it's kind of true. This all started kind of as a for fun thing, I guess. Any, anything like this would have to, right? So it, for those who are unfamiliar, take us back to the inception of Led Zeppelin II. Well, we knew each other from when uh, Bruce worked at the Red Tower Records in Orland Park. And both of our bands, I played with a group called Busker Soundcheck, and he was with the Dyslexic Apaches, of course. And, and we were from way out in the southwest suburbs, and just playing in a band was a huge deal to us, you know, even like a local gig at, on the south side somewhere. And finally, we started to get up into, you know, the metro, the holy grail for us at the, at the time. If we could come from the south side and bring all of our, our friends up from the south suburbs, and we would get a lot of our friends up from the south suburbs. So our, we were in original bands. We did the whole thing of driving around in old broken down vans and hauling our own, our own stuff and playing Tuesday nights in Dayton, Ohio for $30 if we were lucky. You know, that, was a, that was a good night. Uh -huh. And just despising tribute bands, or for that matter, despising you know, white funk bands and all of these other things that drew lots of people and because we were being true to our music and... So we were asked one time to play at a Halloween gig. Was this the Double Door? This was actually at the Beat Kitchen. Okay. And Modeled after the Double Door shows that Local H would always headline. Right. Um, we kind of did our own thing where uh, a couple of local bands got together. Same exact thing, just kind of dressed up as our favorite rock and roll heroes. We actually did Black Sabbath the first time. Called ourselves Black Stabbath. Right, and we didn't play Iron Man. We just played a couple of the deeper cuts, Aussie stuff. Did you play Symptom of the Universe? Of we course. did, of course. You got to play that. Hand Hole of Doom. Hand, Hand of Doom. Yeah. Into uh, the Void. Yeah, it went over really well. And then we actually, of all people, Jim DeRogatis asked us to play. He had a book um, release party for uh, that Lester Bangs book. You did Let It Blurt. Let It Blurt. Right. And he was like, "Man, Black Sabbath play there." And it was at the Empty Bottle. And we're like, "Whoa, this is okay. Let's go do that." So we did it and. And right around that time, we'd already kind of thought, man, I love Sabbath, but how far are we going to go with the Sabbath? It's just for fun. And we were in the practice space, his old band, Busker Soundcheck, and myself. 
and we just pumped out the first three songs off physical graffiti and it was just off the cuff and we we're like whoa whoa <laughs> and let's stop there that's the best zeppelin album isn't it in our minds yep. mine too you for could, sure. You could really make a case that even though it would be the easiest pick, Led Zeppelin IV may be the best Zeppelin record start to finish. You know, it kills and it for me. because B- of... Battle for Evermore Battle, kills it for me. Battle of Evermore, but uh, when the levee breaks. If there was one track that you could never do without, it would, for me, it would probably have to be that one. That Agreed. said, most of my other favorite Zeppelin songs are on physical graffiti. Yeah. You just get so much from that release of being a double record. So yeah, it's, it's true. Like, you, know, you, want, you, want all, you want all of it. If you only could pick one... Personally, I would take that one so I can have all of that. So, so all right, so you, you rip through the first three songs off that. Yeah, album. so we're like, whoa, let's maybe next Halloween we should do Led Zeppelin. Again, avoiding the hits. We didn't play Cashmere. We didn't play Stairway to Heaven. We didn't play Black Dog. We played In the Light. We played uh, Achilles' Last Stand. Achilles' Last Stand, Wanton Song, just stuff that we wanted to play. But the show, same thing, it was a Halloween show at Bee Kitchen. It was like one of the, it was completely sold out. It was one, They said it was one of the most packed shows they ever had. At Bee Kitchen, we didn't even have a name. We just like went up there as our stuff. Like, well, we're us guys doing Led Zeppelin, and well, this is kind of fun. So for the next couple of years, we kept doing the Halloween thing, you know, and it was it was fun, but it was like it was a lot of work to play one show. Yeah. So I kind of turned to him. I was like, hey, why don't we like ask Ray from Martyrs if we can like play there a couple times a year? And we did, and he said yes. So we started to play there, you know, and then as the years went on, you know, so we moved. We got away from just a Halloween band. It was not just a Halloween band. Now it was three, four times a year. You know, people people kept coming. Still didn't really have a name. Didn't call ourselves Led Zeppelin two until two thousand six ish or so. Well, and at what point did you say, "Oh my God, we've become the thing we hate. We're a tribute band." Yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> and many other days too. Um, I think that the turning point was around two thousand, the end of the year in two thousand and eight, because we did three shows. Pretty close together, too. Within a couple months. <clears throat> Martyrs, like in November, it sold out. So I work for Bruce Finkelman and The Empty Bottle. I have for like 14 years. So he started giving me a hard time, like, why is Led Zeppelin 2 now playing The Bottle? And I'm like, I don't know. So he just kind of threw a show on us with like a three-week notice. We went in there and sold out. Boom. And it was like crazy packed. So we kind of pitched that to the, to our friends at House of Blues and they took it and we sold that out as well too. So it was like boom, boom, boom. All of you a sudden, just did two nights at House of Blues mm-hmm. two months ago. Yeah, that's our 10th anniversary. We've been Ten playing. 10 years in a row. It's yeah. extraordinary. Yeah, it's been amazing. But that was the start of it. It was about around that time, 2008, 2009. And after that, got an agent and kind of started to spread out throughout the U.S. And well, We did yeah. one stretch where we had um, two nights at House of Blues because the first time that we did it went so well. And then we went out to play the Paradise in Boston. And again, it was either sold out or pretty darn close. Yeah, yeah. And then we did the, uh, the Fillmore in New York City. And we thought, how did, how did this happen? You know? And then the following weekend, we went down and we did the Dallas House of Blues and the Houston House of Blues. And both of them were just big venues and bigger than the Chicago House of Blues by quite a bit. And they were full. And then we thought, well, maybe there's something to go with here. Well, and the thing is, Zeppelin fans, rock fans in general, they know a fraud when they see or hear it. So you were doing something right. Well, we were a fraud. We knew we were a fraud. We could see it and hear it, too. <laughs> I mean, you guys can play. You can hit the notes. I mean, and if you couldn't, you wouldn't be still doing this. It's, it's still fun. I mean, it's fun for us. I mean, honestly, and as, as it builds, you know, it's... 
there's always some sort of growing pains as this thing kind of you know keeps moving on. But yeah, it's, it's still a good time. I mean, we I mean you get to play Led Zeppelin music. Come on, I mean I'm not thrilled about the wig, but you know it's it's not the end of the, it's not the end of the world. Uh, all right, let's talk real quick about the more maligned Zeppelin albums. In through the outdoor, presence. Pick one. Presence. Because of Achilles. Yes. And the whole presence record is pretty darn good. You might have to think twice about T for one. That's 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 kind of a rule of ours because it's it's it starts off okay and then it kind of busts into Since I'm in Loving You Part Two. It's really good, complicated rock and roll with very good drumming. So presence is a great record. Now in through the outdoor, we don't do a lot of songs off that record. There's a couple of stinkers on there for sure, but we played Hot Dog. We've played Southbound. We've been doing it in the evening lately, and that's been that's actually. I think it, that's it a, goes over. Yeah, huge. that's solid. Yeah, yeah. We haven't ever quite gotten around to Carousel Ombra, but if we did, we would have to edit it because there's some stretches. In that it's like that ten really minutes long. Drag out. Yeah. All right. So what I want to do uh, here's the plan. We're going to get hot dogs from next door. Okay. But this is a situation where you need to sing for your supper. Okay. So uh, what we're going to do? We're going to hit pause, and when we come back, we're going to Facebook Live this. So you're going to perform on Facebook Live right here from Nighthawk. Uh, what are you going to play? We're going to do uh, Nobody's Fault But Mine, but we're going to do it in the style of Blind Willie Johnson. So this is like public domain, so I could put this on the podcast. Right. That's amazing. Exactly. This would be a traditional blues, and Blind Willie Johnson can't take claim to writing it either. It was probably some song in a, you know, in a Southern Baptist church. Because it, it's a gospel song. If, I mean, the way Zeppelin did it, it wasn't. But right. that's what was its roots. As is in my time of dying, and some you know some of the other slide Delta Blues stuff that the Zeppelin did. Oh, I can't wait. You guys want to hear him play? Yeah. yeah. All right, Led Zeppelin two. Check check check. signal on guitar from there? Hey, hey. Tell me how to read. Tell me how to read. 
All right, so the performance was great, guys. Oh, thank you. Really nice job. And you did that on camera for Facebook Live. That was amazing. That, that was super cool. So I've got to ask, there are other Zeppelin tribute bands. Obviously, there probably have been since you know, 1970. But True. is there a rivalry? Like, do you get nasty messages from Jason Bonham on Facebook? No, no. We're not definitely Is not it like a big fraternity of... Uh, I mean, we don't really know any of the other bands, mm-hmm. but there's no, like, weird animosity towards each other. We don't have any... Animosity towards any other bands. It's totally fine. They do their own thing. We, we kind of take the the uh, we ca- we call ourselves Led Zeppelin Two Live because we actually do more of the live versions of the songs as opposed to like some of the bands that we've heard of or heard about like Get the Let Out or whatever. They do more of the studio version kind of thing. We want to kind of branch out and be able to like maybe improvise a little bit on stage. You know, something that Zeppelin might have done. I mean, they used to do 25-minute versions of Days of Confused. Yeah. You know, so. Well, and Paul breaks out the bow. I mean, oh, to, to the point yeah. of the live performance. I mean, that's yep. yeah, that's versimilitude right there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and even with something like the bow solo or the drum solo or the keyboard solo in no quarter, or the, especially the way that we do songs like Dazed and Confused and Bring It On Home and Whole Lot of Love, sometimes we've done it several different ways. So that's probably what keeps it the most fun for us. Yeah, a little spontaneity, you know. You know, we'll say, okay, well, we're going to do days and confused like they were doing it on the 1972 u.s tour and then we've got to study that then, then you only have room for like three more songs <laughs> it's long it's well, real long we also but, been known to play for two and a half hours so and the other thing that we don't do is we don't go into the re- rehearsal studio and work it all out we leave the edges rough so that we have that feeling of you know flying by the seat of our pants on certain sections where we have to look at each other to hold it together. And I, you know, when you see Zeppelin doing some of the numbers, they're standing really close together and they're all looking at each other because they have to in order to figure out what to do next. Right. So the Chicago-ness of you guys, I mean, you are dyed in the wool Chicagoans, that's important for you to bring through to, the, to this band, to yes. Zeppelin too. Exactly. Why? It's where we come from, you know, it's what we know and proud of where we're from honestly i mean chicago's i personally my favorite city in the whole wide world maybe take a shave a few months off january to march yes 
brutal outside, but otherwise, no, this is this is home. This is great. You know, such a rich, amazing history here musically. You know, like to try to you know sort of embrace that whole thing and take it some with with this project, take it out there. You know, and preach it. Well, speaking of cities, through this band, through Led Zeppelin, so you've had the opportunity to go places maybe you couldn't go with dyslexic Apaches or Busker Soundcheck. What's been the highlight? We went to Israel this year for four shows. Uh, two shows in Tel Aviv, Haifa, and Beersheba, and all the shows were sold out. Now, when you got that call from your booking agent, what did you say? Uh, it wasn't, yeah, through the, the guy that put the shows on, he asked us a year and a half ago. It's, it's kind of, you're kind of in disbelief. You're like, yeah, whatever. Like I said, we were asked like 15 months ago about it. So we're like, okay, well, if that happens, it happens. Yeah, cool. And then sure enough, time just passes. The next thing you know, oh, we're flying to Israel in two weeks. Great. And then... And then we get over there, and you know, we didn't ask any questions. Like, hey, how are ticket sales going? And we just kind of got there, and they're like, oh, yeah, tonight there's 1,500, and tomorrow night there's 1,900. And we were like, holy. What is going on? Right. Yeah. Before I swear into the mic. I was, <laughs> we, we, it was complete disbelief. We, we, we thought we just got a nice vacation to Israel. <laughs> so was that it for you too, Paul, like the, the Israel trip? Israel was a big highlight. Um, I think to me, being able to have an opportunity to go back to cities on a fairly regular basis and yeah. to not just – go to the airport but to get into the city and to, you know walk through the strip where the uh, where the theater is at and get to see people and you know see people that we recognize from four or five six years that they've been coming to our shows you know Louisville and Boston and Fort Lauderdale and Los Angeles and Minneapolis and Madison and Austin Texas LA Houston. Los Angeles yeah it's, it's cool you know, wherever we go we get to see people so Knowing that people are continuing to come back and that we, the traveling part is not necessarily the highlight. Yeah. But the actual traveling part, but being able to. And once you get there, base, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Just being able to touch base with these cities, you know, all over the United States and Canada and other parts of the world is, it's cool. It's good. And then we get to play music. And for the two hours that you play, anybody would do that. You know, the, the traveling is the part that you have to work into your life. As we speak, thank you, sir. Your next cocktail has been hand delivered. Handcrafted. Thank you. Yeah, what is it, what, what's that on top? It's like a it's sage leaf. Sage. Amazing. Burnt sage. Burnt sage. Howard, the uh, proprietor of Nighthawk, is here. Uh, we, this place is awesome, right? I mean, so, yeah, this is killer. It's great. And it's so if you live anywhere in the northwest side, it's right there by that Kimball Brown Line stop. So, you know. It feels very northwest side for sure. Yeah, love it. Well, and if you have a long day at work, you call the wife or girlfriend and say, yeah, I'm just going to make one quick stop on the way home from the train. I'll be home in a half hour. And here it is. It's right here by the train. It's perfect. Exactly. Make, a, make a cocktail stop. Uh, the question of Zeppelin performing again comes up all the time, and it's repeatedly denied. Robert Plant isn't interested. Would you like to see them have one more go at it in some way, shape, or form? Not really. Honestly, I, would, I probably wouldn't. Um, I don't think that they could really excel Number one, they don't have John Bonham in the band. Right. And Jason's a fine drummer, but he doesn't have the same kind of like soul to the beats and the same groove. Mm -hmm. You know, John Paul Jones is a spectacular musician, seems to be in excellent health, seems like he could be doing anything. I, I like that Robert Plant is just doing his own thing. He's having fun. He's playing a lot. He's working hard. He's got these younger groups of musicians that he plays with. You know, he gets to play with Alison Krauss. And the two of them really seem to like each other. Yeah. 
you know, she's won more Grammys than all the rock bands combined when it comes down to it. And um, and I think Jimmy probably really enjoys doing the stuff that he's doing. Just keeps remastering the records. And I'd love to hear him do a solo record, but I'm, I'm not sure if that would be in it for, uh, to do Thank any you. solo record. All right, let's let's hear it for Hot Dog Station for providing the the carne this week's Caracone carne. Uh, so let's let's bust open some food. Okay. You, you've earned it. you played a couple songs here. You've been hanging Thanks. out all night. Uh, Howard is going to walk over the food. Now, you guys, they, they have an extensive menu over there. They've got uh, Italian beef is their thing. They've got hot dogs and Polish and burgers. Uh, you both were dead set on what you were going to have. Yes. And you got? Chicago-style dog. I, of course. You didn't go. You weren't adventurous. You nope. didn't. I mean, that was it. We could be adventurous, but when it comes to hot dogs... Come on. I think when you start out with a new hot dog place, you want to start with the basic. Right. <laughs> Make sure that's... <laughs> it's true. Now, I, I got the mushroom Swiss burger. Well, I like that. I like yeah. the mushroom Swiss Sounds burger. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going we're gonna to try this. What's that? Oh, yeah, I should move closer to these guys. There's nothing sexier than watching grown men eat in front of you, right? Am? <laughs> mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. The onion rings are great. All right, so thumbs up on the uh, Chicago Dogs? Definitely. All right, they passed the test. They passed the audition. Mm-hmm. All right, so for people who want to see you out, where, where are you going to be in Chicago? Or when? Our next Chicago game is not until the summertime. We're playing out in Rosemont. Outdoor. Uh, that MB Financial Park yes, area? Oh, exactly. Cool. June... June, June, June. We'll yes. see you in June. June, Saturday, in twenty eighteen. A Saturday 20. in that area in summer. Yes, there'll be ten thousand people there. Hope so. Yeah, might be an exaggeration, but that place is always packed. Uh, and if you want to go to see you guys in June, leave now because River Road gets really backed up. <laughs> so if you want to, you want to beat the traffic, just right. just hit the road right now. Start now, March uh, mm-hmm. March twelfth. Uh, and on the socials, you are Led Zeppelin too. Led Zeppelin 2, yes. Excellent. Uh, guys, thanks for doing this. Thank you for thanks, having us. 